Tips from Trestle is brought to you by The Belter Companies, Navigator Group Purchasing, and E-Menu Choice Point of Sale. Welcome to Tips from Trestle, the Senior Living Food and Hospitality Podcast. This podcast explores the senior living industry with a unique focus on food, hospitality, and the community experience. I'm your host, Aaron Fish. During three decades in the hospitality industry, I focused my work on creating exceptional experiences for the customers we serve. My goal for this podcast? Educate, inform, and inspire leaders in senior living. How? By creating hospitality with a purpose, by bringing the customer experience to the front of mind in our industry. We should bring the passionate spirit of food and hospitality to everything that we do and everyone we serve each and every day. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. Joining me for the first half of today's podcast is Katie Ramp. Katie is the president and CEO of the Georgia Senior Living Association, and has 21 years of experience in the nonprofit and association world, focusing on leadership development. She is also a board member for Age Tech Atlanta and is a member of the Argentum State Executive Board. Katie, thanks for joining me today on Tips from Trestle. I'm so excited to be here with you today, Aaron. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. almost kind of a, a little bit of a recap, I guess, of your culinary competition at your recent conference. And so I want to dive in a little bit. First of all, thank you for allowing me to be part of the the moderator team for that. It was a ton of fun. Um, what inspired you to have Georgia Senior Living put together a culinary competition for your members? Sure. This, um, this was a, a, a conversation we've been having for a few years. We as an association try to provide education and partnership opportunities for every area inside of a community that you'll find. And one of the areas that I think associations in general kind of have a miss on is our culinary component, the dining experience inside communities. I attended another state conference and saw it done very well and, and loved it. And that was a few years ago and thought, this is an excellent way to engage are really great and talented culinary departments in our communities in a different way than a classroom setting. And so that's where the idea developed from. It grew as we brought it to the staff and invited you and other partners into this conversation to to help it grow, to engage a new voice and uh, new talents inside of what we're offering uh, our members. Yeah, I think you make a great point that every time I reach out or I talk with different state associations or I go and speak at the conferences, one of the things I find is I'm usually one of two or one that's there speaking about anything related to food or food service or even hospitality. And so kind of taking that extra step and saying, not just that it's important, but that we are going to put on a show around it, I think is such a great thing. And one of the things that you guys did that I thought was very interesting and and I think kind of added to the event was you made it important that there was some educational aspects to it, not just from a culinary, like here's the the cooking techniques and ingredients, but, you know, we put together kind of a list of topics and things to talk about 
to kind of help fill in during some of the competition. And so why was that important for you guys to do when you've seen maybe other competitions not include that? We have all watched the food challenges on the shows. My daughter's favorite show is the one that happens in the UK and we watch it every Friday night. And so we've all seen that. We all know what that is. And that's a fun experience. So we knew that part was going to land well. The educational component was very important to us because anything we do as an association needs to better the people in the room. We don't want you to just come and experience something. We want you to come experience something and leave being able to implement or think differently. So our hope with the education that was happening in there was that the room filled with administrators and business office managers and sales and marketing folks and activities folks will understand the thought process that goes into our culinary, culinary component of what's happening inside of communities and to realize that it's a value add to everything we do. We talk about that. Sure, it's listed on a brochure somewhere, but when it becomes real, it's not just, hey, it's the guy that cooks in the back. It's not. It is someone who is trained to make sure that we're hitting every dietary aspect of what we're doing. But we're also making it a really great experience. There's nothing better than saying, hey, come, you need to come visit my community because we are excellent at. And sometimes that's activities. And sometimes that is the social socialization aspect. And that's great. But man, when someone says, come to my community, come on Wednesday, we have the best fried chicken in town. You know what I'm going to do? I'm showing up on Wednesday. Absolutely. Yeah. No, food is so important to the, not just the community experience for residents, but to the marketing of a community. It's something that every prospect asks about, the family's curious about it. So they want to know. And so I think it's important that we know and understand what dining means to a community at large. And, and looking at the way you put the competition together, how does that showcase what your members are doing and are capable of doing when it comes about engaging residents with food and, and the culinary experience? I think what was really fun was identifying which chefs were going to cook with us and be part of that competition, letting them know what the dish was going to be, and then watching them put their fingerprints on it. And I literally, I mean, fingerprints, their chefs, that's what they do. But this different seasons or different takes on the same dish, the way that they personalized it to what they were, they were excellent at or what they know would feed their community well. I, that's one of the cool things about dining is you can make it a really individual experience. You can incorporate culture into the dining experience that you're offering. You can incorporate the holiday and the season, but you can also incorporate the personal preference. And when you have chefs that are, they're trained, many classically trained to come into this space, they're not just providing smothered chicken. They're right. providing smothered chicken with this flair or this spice that makes it um, different and original and engaging and inviting. So you feel like you're walking into a restaurant experience and not just, you know, the college dorm that I walk through and get from the cafeteria. Yeah. And I, you're so right. And I, I'm over here to like preach it from the mountaintops, Katie, right? Cause I, I, everything you said is, is exactly how I feel about it. And I, you use the word restaurant experience. And I think that's so important because there's so many operators out there that are doing, they say restaurant style, right? And I just cringe when I hear that because I know that just means you're putting kind of window dressing on institutional food. 
but doing a culinary competition and, and finding chefs like you did that they create food, right? They create experience around food is really so important. And one of the things you, you hit on there that I think kind of ties into why this is so important right now is we're, we're still, we're years away from the, the COVID, but what that did was that showed us that we've got staffing and workforce challenges that we've got to figure out how to address. And one of the things and why I wanted to be a part of it was because we're, we're showcasing not just communities, but we're showcasing why someone who has a background as a chef with tons of culinary experience would want to come and work in senior living. It's not just that old image of opening a can of tomato sauce and put it on top of some spaghetti. It's definitely more than that. And so how do you feel, especially in kind of in Georgia, something like this can address or help you, you know, talk more about the staffing and workforce challenges in the state and with your membership. Today, I want to tell you about one of Trestle's senior living partners, Belter. Belter is a food service design, equipment, and supply company that has been providing expert guidance to the food and beverage industry for nearly a century. A strategic partner to the most successful food service operations in the country, Belter provides support in kitchen and bar design, equipment procurement and install, and supplies. Their team of senior living food service experts have experience across the continuum of care. From independent living to skilled nursing and CCRCs, Belter specializes in right-sizing new facilities, modernizing remodels, and providing the right food service equipment and supplies. At Belter, they are committed to creating memorable experiences for their customers and their guests. With their top-notch team and a global network of quality supplier partners, their customer-focused approach is built on a foundation of collaboration and decades of industry experience. So thank you for considering Belter for all of your food service needs. Absolutely. So right now, everywhere, not just Georgia, is facing workforce shortages and challenges. No. This was not new and brought on by COVID. This existed before COVID. It just was exacerbated by the three and a half years that we've experienced COVID. So I think being able to highlight this skill set is extremely valuable as we're going into specific school situations, whether that's a tech school or a culinary program, to say this is an option. We have so many places, specifically in Georgia, that feel mm -hmm. like rural communities, but we have artists that know how to not just cook, but to create something special. And often, just like the medical field, you think, well, if I want to be in medicine, I need to be a doctor or a nurse. Well, no. That you could be someone that is a direct care worker. You can work into a CNA program and work up into something if the opportunity to go to med school is not at your front door. In the same way, I think the culinary aspect is very, very similar. You have someone that that is creative in the way and, and scientific in the way that they cook and the way that they look at that experience. They're looking at maybe a trade school because they can't afford the next level of learning. But this is a really great next step that could help promote you into the ability to go further within that career. So maybe you start off as a server. I mean, that's my favorite story. My favorite story is when we're sitting in an administrator course and someone mm -hmm. says, well, you know, I came in in high school and I, I was a server. And they talk through wor working through the kitchen experience before they worked into direct care and now want to be in management. I think, I mean, that's the success story, right? I think the yeah. same success story is I started in dining. 
and now I am the executive chef, or now I plan food for our entire region, or I look at our, our purchasing options for our company. That's the success story. And in Georgia, we have so many rural areas. I mean, as most states do, to be really honest, but we have more rural areas than we have big metropoli. And yeah. I think that we've got so much talent inside of those spaces. This is a new way for us to offer and usher someone into an environment that di they didn't even know existed. People will drive down the street. We have an area here that in the 10 mile radius, there are 52 senior living communities. And you just see them and you're like, oh, that's a nice building. I don't know what that is. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you know about senior living communities and you now have 52 places to send your resume. That's ridiculous and amazing. Yeah. So I it think that awesome. in showcase what we get to do inside of our communities to the, the rising workforce and even the existing workforce, we could find deeper pockets. We can find a deeper well of people that could help, help elevate us to a new environment, new experiences. Yeah. And you made a point in there that I think is important. We hear everybody talking about the student loan issue, right? And like how expensive it is to go to college and get that four-year degree. Well, I've always thought that working your way through hospitality and up into management and understanding all of that processes is just as good, if not better than getting a four-year degree and understanding how to lead people and manage a big complex operation. And so I think starting in food service set, set any leader up in any department for long-term success. So as I wrap up with you here, I, I think I would be remiss if I didn't ask you what was probably your one biggest like highlight or takeaway from the actual competition itself? What was the thing that kind of inspired you or impressed you the most? I feel like I have seven answers for this, Aaron. So I'm going to try to not have seven answers. I think that one of my favorite experiences was seeing Chef Manny win because his boss, who's from the corporate level, was so excited. It was it was almost like when you're at a wedding and you watch the groom's face instead of the bride walking down. I turned and watched Alan, Chef Alan, who I think you're going to get to talk to, and yeah. he celebrated just as much. And that there was such a fulfillment in watching that happen because as a leader, and most of your listeners are leaders, as a leader, there is nothing better in life than watching the people you lead succeed. That's there's joy inside of that. So I think that was a super big highlight. Um, talking to the judges afterwards and how good each dish was, very cool. Also, there were two people in the audience that said, I want to be a competitor next year. How do I be? They were so thrilled with what was yeah. happening. But watching Chef Allen watch Manny win. Nothing better. Yeah, that it, it, I can only imagine. I mean, I just the whole experience for me was great. And, you know, I've done a few of these before, but the way that we, we put this together and the way it came together was just amazing. So like you said, Katie, we're going to talk with Chef Manny and Chef Allen here in the next part of the podcast. But thank you for joining me and kind of laying the groundwork for why this culinary competition was designed and how you put it together. And looking forward to next year and many more of these. So thank you. Thank you so much, Aaron. Joining me for the second half of today's Tips from Trestle podcast is Georgia Senior Living Association Culinary Competition winner, Chef Juan Lasparilla and Chef Alan Vasquez. Chef Juan, better known as Chef Manny, is the food service director with Oaks at Gracemont. 
He has been working in the senior living industry for 12 years and is motivated by continuing to learn and adding experience to his career. Jeff Allen is the Director of Dining Services with Oak Senior Living. He has been with Oak Senior Living for six years, but has over 20 years of experience in the food and hospitality industry. He retired from the Army in 2012 and is a Johnson & Wales NMI University graduate. Chefs, thanks for joining me today on this part of the Tips from Trestle podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you. Thank so, you for having us. It's an honor. Absolutely. I'm really excited. Being able to moderate and be a part of the culinary competition at the conference this year was really exciting. I knew we would see a lot of great stuff, but there was some pretty impressive chefs on stage with you, Chef Juan. And so first, congratulations again on winning against that stiff competition. But I want to know a little bit more about what made you want to participate in the competition? What was so important about that for you? Well, I, I think it was a really, really nice opportunity, you know, to showcase what I don't know, has been learning on the, you know, uh, culinary industry, especially on the senior living. So I think that was a nice opportunity. And also, you know, it was like a kind of challenge to myself to, you know, be on the competitive platform. But, uh, you know, ends, and then was really, really, really fun. was a really nice experience, you know. Uh, I never could be sure in front of like a two, three or 400 people. I don't even know how many people were there. But it was, yeah. was an incredible experience. You know, I feel the support for all the people were there. That was incredible. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it was a big room full of a lot of people. And so, you know, when you think about leading up to the competition, Juan, what, what kind of preparation did you need to do? What did you do to kind of feel like you set yourself up for the success you had to be able to win the competition? Well, you know, I was more focusing, you know, trying to refine my dishes, but also trying to learn or experiment with a new techniques, great presentations and garnishing and something different just to try to bring it to a different level and then, you know, transfer all that to the residents when I come back to, to our community for the uh, building. Yeah, no, there was a, a lot of opportunity to really showcase a bunch of different things. And I think you did some, some really amazing things. And so, um, Chef Allen, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about a little of the picture, bigger picture, if you will. When you think about your culinary program at Oak Senior Living, how does something like this reflect what you're building kind of daily, how you guys approach the operation and why something like this is important to you as an organization? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, first of all, you know, thank you for, for having me on here. I think just the sheer opportunity of, of us being uh, represented through Chef Manny and sous Chef Brandon on the GSLA stage is, is absolutely phenomenal. But, you know, when, when you speak about preparation, when uh, you talk about things such as garnishing, plate presentation, that's just something that we as an organization uh, pride ourselves in each and every single day. You know, I know Chef Manny and Chef Brandon kind of just went head to head in, in Cooler's Kitchen, just preparing and, and just trying out a few certain things. Well, that's just something we do in our communities each and every day, not trying to win a competition, but trying to win over a residence, which let me tell you, it's a lot harder than any competition out there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> For sure, it definitely is. No, I've, so, I have lived it and breathed it, so I know yeah. how it can be. Being in the trenches and doing those things is, is, is hard work, and so. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So when you think about all of those things, Chef Allen, how do, how do you continue to support the success of, you know, Chef Juan, obviously, but all of your communities with, with 
a culinary competition, but what do you take away from that and what you're trying to promote with your program? Culture. Culture, culture is the key word that I use time and time again. You know, this particular you know, competition, you know, featured, you know, a great chef, Chef Manny, and it also featured Chef Brandon. Uh, but internally, we do these things all the time. You know, internally, we have what we call the Cultured Excellence Award, which we, is an award that we promote and we give away each and every single quarter to a specific community who has done, you know, what Manny has done on the GSLA stage. You know, so we promote the culture, we promote greatness, and, and we try to make sure that everyone in the portfolio understands how important it is for us to continue and carry out our dining culture, not only to our residents, but our staff, our community partners, and they're on. So it's just something we do quarter over quarter, week over week, day after day. Yeah, no, building culture is so important. And I, I love that you guys focus on that. And so Chef Juan, when you think about, you know, the culture that you and Chef Allen and all of your, your you know, other community partners across the company are, are trying to do, what does that mean of, when you think about dining to the community? What kind of impact does that have around how you engage your residents with your dining program? Well, I think that is a really, really important subject, you know, on, on, the, on the right, because, you know, a lot of the residents, they come, you know, like a, a brand new or different new environment. They haven't been there or they are not allowed to cook anymore because for some reasons. And then, you know, we trying to, trying to make them feel at home. So that change or transition is not to harm them. So, you know, we, we usually we talk to the residents and, you know, try to see what they like, what they dislike, and trying to get some feedback from them. And, you know, our residents just, they wait breakfast and then they wait for lunch and then they wait for dinner. But that is the main thing they wear day by day. So I think it's very important because, you know, we, we trying to make them feel like at least, you know. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the things that when, when I think about what you did at the culinary competition and what you kind of showed is that you've got to be able to continually reinvent dishes and be creative because of what we find in senior living with the kind of the static audience, if you will, the customer, customer base, quote unquote, is the same residents day in and day out. And so you've got to continue to be creative and use those culinary skills that you've developed. And I think being a part of a culinary competition like that can, can really showcase, hey, you know, yeah, it's smothered chicken is the dish, but there, you know, there were three very different plates that were served. Um, and I think it just goes to show how when you pull that kind of culinary culture, like Chef Allen was talking about, and you put it in place day to day, it can really have an impact on residents and their satisfaction. And so when you think, Chef Allen, about leading a, a larger dining team, right? How important is having talent like Chef Juan on your team to be able to create and develop better choices for your residents as you think about the larger organization? Extremely important. You know, and the crazy thing is to Manny's point that the dish itself, the food itself on the plate is just one thing. You know, when, when we have our residents come down or come up to our, our dining rooms, you know, when you have someone like Chef Manny, someone like Chef Brandon, someone like Chef Mo, I mean, I can keep naming our chefs. They're all so great. You know, I, I can I can only imagine, you know, who I am as a person and what I can get for residents. Yeah, the plate is great, but it starts with everything from the dining room, again, the culture, the service, the cleanliness and everything else. And we have someone 
of, of the talent and the caliber that Chef Manny is, you know, all of those pieces come together to an experience, a dining experience, which is what we're ultimately trying to get to all of our residents and their family members. So, you know, you go to a restaurant, you know, and, and, and you have a great steak, you know, but the service isn't there or your booth is dirty, you know, then the steak is not so great anymore, right? Well, you know, when we have someone like Chef Manny or, or any of our other great chefs that actually work every single day, walk their kitchens, walk their dining rooms, and bring all of those different variables to one. The Navigator is the largest full-service GPO that exclusively focuses on the senior living community. And what that means is we provide products and services that help our members provide a great environment for their residents such as like MRO, hospitality equipment, food, business products, as well as technology solutions. We actually surround our members with a level of support unmatched in the industry. And make an actual experience out of each and every meal that our residents look forward to. That's what we strive to do every single day. Yeah, and I know, you know, having, having been in your shoes before, Chef Allen, that's so difficult without the right talent. You know, having someone like Chef Nini and his team being able to develop that is so critical for that. And so, Chef Mania, I wanted to ask you, what was probably the one thing that would be like the highlight, if you will, that you took away from the competition? You know, you were up there for an hour, kind of you and, and your sous chef, Brandon, kind of just working through all of that. What's the one highlight of the event that you would share with the listeners? Well, I think the support. I get from, you know, the company, you know, like uh, we usually get it every single day. I feel the same that day over there. You know, every single day we have, we get the support from my ED, from Alan. You know, Alan is a person like uh, anytime you try to wish him for anything, no matter it's a holiday, weekend, he always go back to you and tell you, you know, I, I answer the questions you have. So it's not only the talent we have here, we have a great leadership. You know, and Oaks, the Graceman, and Oaks, senior living, basically. And, and you know, but the, the support I feel that day, you know, it was incredible. Yeah. And, and Chef Allen, as we kind of kind of wrap things up here, what does having someone like Chef Manny, who's on your team, winning a competition like this, this isn't something that's like, a lo you know, we, there's a lot of those like local competitions where like a chili cook-off or something where, Hey, the, the senior living chef was the best guy in the neighborhood, right? This <laughs> is, I mean, Chef Manny is the best chef in the state as of right now. So how important is something like this for your organization when you think about uh, how do I go and find the best talent? How do I kind of challenge those out there? Hey, come to senior living, come work at Oaks because we do things differently than what you think senior living does. That is such a great question. And, and the crazy thing is that there's two answers to the question. One, it's, it's a little bit longer. And I know we don't have time for that, which is Manny's story. You know, his story is amazing. You know, his background where he came from and, you know, what he has achieved ultimately up to his point in his life. I mean, when I, when I read and understood his story, you know, it touched, you know, so that, that was, that's, you know, that's one answer we can go into detail at a later uh, podcast. But, you know, the thing is that, just being a part of this competition was already winning for us. You know what I mean? You know, there's, it was the first one ever, you know, so it's, you know, but, you know, so many chefs across the state, so many chefs across the state that couldn't even make the competition, you know, then let alone we win, 
you know, that was just the cherry on top, you know. So as a chef, and you can understand this, there's a there's a slight bit of arrogance and cockiness <laughs> in there as always, right? <laughs> always, yes. So I, I'm trying to be very humble on this podcast and, you know, I'm not trying to bring that out as you can understand. You know, just just letting us letting ourselves know, you know, we are this good. You know, Chef Manny is this good. Oakside Grace Money is this good. And, you know, I hate to say this, but, you know, now everybody knows. Oak Senior Living is here to stay. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, absolutely. That is the inner answer I was kind of expecting to get, right? Like, this this is what we do. This is how we do it. And this is why Chef Manny's the the chef hoisting the trophy at the end of the day. So, well... <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the experience. I was honored to be a part of it and kind of help, you know, keep things on track a little bit. Chef Maney, congratulations again on winning the first ever competition and look forward to seeing you guys next year at the competition to defend the crown, if you will. (laughs) Yes, sir. For having us. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining me today on Tips from Trestle. Thank you. there you have it another one in the books thanks again everybody for listening please follow like and subscribe on youtube spotify apple or wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on twitter at tips from trestle you can also learn more about the work i do by following me on linkedin twitter instagram and even tiktok and be sure to check out trestle hospitality concepts at www.trestlehospitalityconcepts.com I'm your host, Aaron Fish, and this has been another episode of Tips from Trestle.